Romans chapter 1. Verse 13 through verse 20. The Apostle Paul, credited with writing this book, Paul, amen. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto. That I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. I am a debtor both to the Greek and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Amen. And I want to minister to you from this thought today. The gospel, the power of God unto salvation. The gospel, the power of God unto salvation. Father, we love you. We thank you again, sweet Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence that we feel every time we walk in this place. God, I know there's nothing impossible for you to do. You understand every heart. You understand every mind. You understand every thought. And I know, God, your word can accomplish more than we could ever accomplish. So let your word have its perfect way today. And we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. The gospel, the power of God unto salvation. The Apostle Paul, who is credited with writing 14 of the 27 books of the New Testament church, seems to know when to put the steel on the target, amen, and on time. Paul seems to have an agenda for writing this book to this church. He perceives to prove that human race is surrounded by three insurmountable walls, the walls of universal guilt, the walls of sinful tendencies and fleshly lusts, the wall of the supposed sovereign election of God. In the midst of Paul's arguments, showing the awful situation of the natural man, he points out the door of divine mercy provided in the plan of salvation, by which all men can escape the impending judgment of God if they will obey. Paul seems to understand that there's going to be evils. He understands that there's going to be things that are coming against the church, against the people of God. 
But Paul seems to understand that. Uh, but at the same time, Paul wants us to understand and know that God has set before us an open door. God has set a door before us, amen, that we can walk out of our situations uh, and circumstance uh, at any time. He understands that if we will obey the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, that we have an open door. You see, the gospel represents presents uh, the grace that is able to save us. Uh, it is what we need. As a matter of fact, uh, he told the church at Ephesus, uh, by grace uh, are you saved and not of works. Uh, it is the gift of God. Uh, the gospel is uh, the omniscient, uh, the omnipotent, uh, and the omnipresence uh, of almighty God. Uh, the gospel is strength uh, when we are weak. Uh, it is peace that passeth all understanding. It is the ethical playbook of what we should know how to do right versus wrong. It is God's love towards us. Paul writing to the church at Corinth in the first chapter and verse 1 through verse 5, he tells the church at Corinth, and I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellence of speech of a wisdom, declaring unto you the testimonies of God. For I determined to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God and a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto his glory, which none of the princes of this world had known. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Paul goes on in the 15th chapter, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, uh, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, uh, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How did Christ die for our sins, according to the Scripture? And that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day, according to the Scripture. So what is this power of God unto salvation? It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. 
salvation to everyone that believe, to the Jew and to also to the Greek. According to the writings of the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth, that Jesus was the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, All power and heaven and earth is given unto me. David speaking in Psalm 62, 11 and 12, God has spoken once and twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God and also belong to him mercy. If Jesus Christ has all power and he does, then it is this power, this ability, this way, through this one we can obtain salvation. One songwriter says, I found the way. Oh yes, I found the way. Oh glory, hallelujah. I found the way. What's the way? It's the waterway. It may be dark in the evening time. The price of Christ you will surely find through the waterway. It is the gospel. It is the death. It is the burial. It is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for you, you should not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God to everyone that believe, to the Jew and to also the Greek. The reason he was willing and ready to preach the gospel is Paul realized the opposition. Paul realized the things he had gone through and how God had brought him out of darkness unto the marvelous light. And he was not ashamed to preach to tell about Jesus Christ. And you and I must not be ashamed to share the group, truth of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that you believe, that shall believe. Praise God. When you have been and you know you was a lost sinner and yet... You can tell about Jesus. Amen. What he's done for you. You know. It's been a change. Amen. You have been given power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. You have power to change the way that you think and the way that others think. You have power to show others how to change their lives. Amen. To come out of the dark world that they live in. You have power to live a better and a worthy life. You have been called by God to be a witness. You have the abilities. You have been given power to worship Almighty God. You have been given power to involve yourselves in the kingdom of Almighty God. You have been given witness and power to teach the truth of God. You have been given 
power, amen, of nature to unlock the door, amen, to bring people from death back to life. You have been given endurance to run a race when it seems like you can't go no more. You have been given power and strength to show others the way and to serve. This gospel will cause you to see yourself in a whole different life than you saw yourself before. This gospel will expose hidden sins. This gospel will let you see exactly where you are on God's stage. This gospel will let you see your role and your part that you should be playing in the kingdom of God. This gospel will pick you up when you feel like you're down. This gospel will set the captives free. This gospel will break chains and bonds and bring you out of darkness unto the marvelous light. This gospel, by his death, by his burial, by his resurrection, Jesus opened the door to salvation for all that would believe to the Jew and also to the Gentile, to the male and to the female, to the boy and to the girl, to the homosexual or the straight, to the drunkard or the sober, to the liar or to the cheat, to the rich or to the poor. Jesus says, whosoever will, let him come, because this gospel has the power, it has the ability to change any man or woman's life from what they are to something better. One songwriter said, something beautiful, something good. All my confusions, Jesus understood. All I had to offer him was brokenness and strife, but he made something beautiful out of my life. That's what the gospel will do. It'll make something beautiful out of your life because neither is there salvation and any other. But there's none other name in the heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's power. It's anointed. Amen. What does this name Jesus means? It means Jehovah is salvation. If you need saving, he can save you. If you need deliverance, this gospel will deliver you. If you need strength, it will give you strength. Whatever you need, it is the power of God unto salvation. Jesus Christ is self-existent, the eternal, the almighty God, the Lord. Jesus says in John 13, 13, you call me master and you call me Lord. You say, well, for so I am. Hallelujah. He is the almighty God. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified and the spirit seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. 
Gentiles believed on in the up and the glory. And he says in Mark 16, 15, Go ye therefore unto the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they have drank any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And the Bible says, and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. When Jesus says, you go preach the gospel, I promise you, it's going to accomplish what God sends his word to do. Because he's working with you. This gospel will change you. Who but God can put a brown cow out in a green pasture and have them drink, eat green grass and give forth white milk. Only God can do that. This gospel will change you in the inside. If you need an inside job, this gospel will work every time. You can take it to the bank and you can give a dividend. Tell them who Jesus Christ was. Tell them that he died for their sins that they might live. Tell them how he was buried to destroy sin and the remission and the removal of sins. Tell how he rose again and conquered death, hell, and the grave so that they too could walk and newness of life. Teach them the importance of repentance and baptism and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. It is the gospel. It is the power of God to salvation. Nothing else will change a person. The world is trying their very best to figure it out. They are trying everything. They are trying everything to stop suicide. They are starting to everything to try to stop murder and rioting in the streets. They're looking for any answer. They're looking every place but in the right place. They're trying to close the place that has the answer to the problem. The church, the true church that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want to stop suicide? Preach the gospel. You get Christ in their lives. You want to stop rapists? Get Christ in their lives. You want to stop evil? You get Christ in their life. This gospel is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believed, to the Jew and also to the Greek, to the male, to the female, to the black, to the white, to the brown, to the blue. It's for everyone, whosoever will, let him come. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed. Of the gospel of Christ. What is the power of God unto salvation? I know where I was. I know what this thing stuff did for me. Praise God. I had to have a drink every day. I think I've told you that before. By the world standard, I was an alcoholic. But when I heard the gospel, when I heard the truth of my salvation, the gospel 
Amen. And I obeyed it. I repented of my sins at an old Pentecostal altar in one of Hitler's officers club in Germany. When I went down on my knees, amen, and God got a hold of my life and I was baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. And when I came up out of that water, it was just something popped me right between my eyes. And that was 30-something years ago. And I've never been the same again. You're looking at a man that had to have a drink every day. And I haven't touched a drop other than one time. I had just a little small bit of wine in communion with 30-something years. You're talking about a man that from a kid used to drink. Amen. Used to party. Used to do all kinds of foolishness. But this gospel is the power of God to salvation. This gospel will bring you out. This gospel will change you. Jesus Christ knows where you are. He understands. It is about Him. And if you let Him, He will change your life today. He will change your circumstance. Your marriage can be broken. Your marriage can be on the verge of going under. But if God gets in the middle of the gospel in your life, that marriage can become one of the best marriages there ever been. You can be on your deathbed and think there's no hope for you. But if the gospel is in you, if you let the gospel get in, God can change your situation. Look at Lazarus. They thought it was all over. Matter of fact, Mary says, Lord, if you'd have been here, he would not have died. But Jesus said, your brother will live again. When they rolled that stone away and Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. He that was dead and bound in grave clothes came out because this gospel is the power of God to salvation. There's nothing impossible for God to do. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. You can have backslid children. I guarantee you, if they obey the gospel, they're going to come out of that darkness. They can be in homosexuality. They can be suicidal. But if they obey the gospel, they could be on drugs. They could be on alcohol. I don't know what they could be on. But I come to tell you, there's power in this gospel. I can't figure it out. I don't know. But I do know this. All power in heaven and in earth is given unto me, said Jesus Christ. And I believe him. And if I believe him, he will accomplish what he said he would do. Praise God. This is the power of God to salvation. You stick with this gospel. Amen. Don't just give in. Amen. I try to tell young girls and young guys all the time, don't just run out there to marry anybody. Stay in the gospel. You, you watch and see what God will do for you. He'll give you a gem out of the rough every time. Praise God. You just hold on because this gospel is true. Paul says, brethren, my heart desires and prayer to God is for Israel that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they 
being ignorant of God's righteousness. Romans 12, I mean 10, 3. And going about to establish their own righteousness. Watch this. Has not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believe it. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that a man which doeth these things shall live in them. But the righteousness which is of faith, speaking on this wise, say in thine heart, who shall ascend up to heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above? Or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead? But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth salvation is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, who believe on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? And is it written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things? But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Notice what the writer Paul is saying. They have not all obeyed the gospel because that's why we have men and women and homosexuality and lesbianism and, and all this foolishness you see in the street streets today. That's why. It's because they have not obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because when you obey this gospel, it is power of God unto salvation. When you repent of your sins, when you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you're risen to walk in newness of life in here with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God uh, give the utterance. Uh, it's going to change your life. Uh, I don't care who you are. You can tell me anything. Uh, I'm a prime example that God can change anything. And if He can do it in me, He can do it in them. Uh, don't ever cast them off to think they're too far gone. Uh, because God's way is not my way. And His thoughts uh, is not my thoughts. If I preach the gospel, if I tell them how Jesus died for their sins, was buried and rose again, and they believe it, he can bring them out. This is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believe. The love of God will save you. The love of God will deliver you, Paul says. We are not too far gone. Nobody is too far gone. Praise God. This gospel is the power of God. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Romans 5, 1 and 2, by whom also we have access by faith and to this grace wherein we stand and rejoice and the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, nor that tribulations work patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope make us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Now, that's power. For when we were yet without strength and due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preventure for God's good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It was because of his love for us that he made a way for salvation. But what did it say? But they have not all obey the gospel. We've got to get them to obey the gospel. They've got to hear. You've been chosen for such a time as this to bring them out of darkness to there's marvelous light. There's nothing in the whole wide world can change situations like the gospel. Praise God. Gospel, Jesus Christ. You can make the attic. Picture marriages. Stop abuse, physical, mental abuse. It can. Like I said, it can stop the rapist. It can stop a man or woman from watching pornography. Amen. It can make the homosexual straight. It can make the straight stay straight. It can deliver the addict from drugs. It can deliver the liar and put him in truthfulness. You will believe and receive if you ask. For everyone that asketh, receive it. And everyone that knocketh, the door shall be open to him. Hallelujah. Praise God. The only thing that will save us is this gospel. And that gospel is Jesus Christ. That's what it is. It's Jesus. That's the old, that's the answer. You remember the song that Andre Crouch wrote way back longer time ago? Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Amen. Way back then, before I was ever saved, I used to listen to it, you know, before I was ever saved. I'd listen on Sunday morning. I mean, the radio in, in the out east, most of them is going to play gospel music, you know. And I used to listen to that. Well, I was ever saved. Jesus is the answer for the world today. It hasn't changed. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Think about it. Why don't we believe it? Why don't we believe God? Why don't we believe God's word? You know, we put our trust in this thing. Think about it. We th- this ain't going to save you. You can wear until the cows come home. The only reason we wear this is to be obedient. Amen. You, you, you can put your trust in this all you want. It ain't going to save you. Amen. But this will. 
This will save you every time. The gospel will save you every time. The Psalms says in 118, it's better to trust in God than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in God than to put confidence in princes. Amen. God will save you. That mask ain't going to save you. Amen. We just wear it, as I said, to be obedient. But if I'm going to be obedient to man, you better believe I'm going to be twice as obedient to God. God. Amen. I'm going to trust God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew and to also the Greek. Nobody can do you like Jesus. Nobody can deliver. Nobody can heal. Nobody can set the captives free, but Jesus Christ. Amen. And he paved the way for you and I. He says, I have set before you an open door, and no man can shut it. And that door is open. Everyone can come out of their situation if they just obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. It is the power of God unto salvation.